I won't be surprised. No but all right, man, we'll get this started in three, two, one. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and uh, you know, usually there's a roster, but once again, free 99 does not work out. And when you pay your team in hot dogs and handshakes and you run out of hot dogs and you can't give handshakes because of COVID, they don't they don't show up. It is what it is. But enough about me and my sorrow story. Let's go down. So this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you today. That man comes from First State Championships, East Coast Wrestling Association, Evolve, SKPW, ROH, PPW, and more importantly, Maryland Championship Wrestling. He is currently your MCW Heavyweight Champion. Bring it in for Kekoa. before wait i'm confused so you're out of hot dogs yeah we're out of ah this is going to be a very short interview i already i already feel it um yeah i i wish that would have been i wish that would have been brought to my attention beforehand but you know what i'm happy i'm here anyway and thank you for having me i very much appreciate it awesome well i'm glad that you were able to set some time (laughs) off to the side and uh come hang out with us (laughs) oh yeah absolutely it's wild, man. It was funny because uh, I, you know, I, I've been watching you and I've been watching your career and uh, one of my friends is, you know, friends with you. And that's why I was like, oh, I'm going to, I got to go out and meet him and, and bring him on the show because this would be awesome. And so I made, I made the attempt to reach out. And the funny thing was, is the day that you responded back to me, we were actually making locomocos at the house. Mm. And I was mm. like, oh, this is the greatest thing to have and to talk about. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> so um, if you don't know what that is, research and you'll figure it out. <laughs> and and you're, wel- you're welcome ahead of time. You're so welcome. <laughs> yes. One of my friends, too, they were telling me because they they're, they're back on the island, which, by the mm-hmm. way, in case people don't know, uh, you're born in Hawaii and you live out here on the East Coast. You know, uh, but one of my friends was telling me, they're like, yeah, you got to um, saute onions and, and mix it up with the with the gravy and stuff. And I was like, I have never done this before. Mm-hmm. And now I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always a uh, little little tricks of the trade. That's why I love watching, um, you know, different cooking shows um, where they they go back to the islands and they they learn, um, you know, like their traditions and uh, just like different things, like different ways to like cook food. You know, like when I tell people about um, like just for like pig roasts, you know, all, all these, uh, you know, I would say East Coast. And I know it's elsewhere, too, but I generalize it since I'm on this side of the country. But a lot of East Coast methods, they just, you know, they throw it on the, you know, the the beam and then they just, you know, rotisserie style it and they just cook it like that. And I'm like, you're missing you're missing so much flavor. And then when I tell people that they do pig roasts and they, you know, they cook them in the ground. Like they, they just like kind of ease back a little bit. They're like, I'm sorry, what? Like they put it in the ground and then, you know, you go into explanation about, you know, the rocks that they use and, and, the, and the banana leaves and all this other stuff and how long they cook it. And these big, you know, these big festivals that they have, you know, it, it's insane. It, it blows their mind. And then it gets them, you know, it gets them like, oh, I really want to go out there. And then I love seeing about how, you know, they talk about, 
um, the foods will have different flavors because of, you know, the, um, you know, because of the soil and, uh, you know, the lava and everything like that. Um, or just like the salt has a different, you know, taste to it because of where it's coming from, because for, you know, for the same reasons, because for, you know, from the volcanoes. So, man, it's just, it's so interesting to, to, you know, hear them kind of dive into that. So there's a whole, there's a whole other world of, of cooking out there that people just don't know about. I know. I was like, I miss everything about the Polynesian culture. Like when I talk about it, like I was, I was, uh, I was just talking to a few friends of mine today. I was like, man, like, I was like, you know what I miss? I miss hanging out with a bunch of guys in the middle of the night with a fire and just, just doing a haka at the middle of the <laughs> night for no reason, but just to do it. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, there's just so much cool shit like with the islands that you won't find anywhere and not just in like Hawaii but like in Samoa and like in Maui like or in um you know just just all over it's just it blows my mind to think about like all this shit that goes down and I'm just like man this is I like so when I get to talk to people from from the islands or people who've been to the islands like that's usually where my conversations usually end up going off on (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, I try to, you know, now, now that I've been with my wife for quite some time, and I've gotten her, you know, used to different things that I grew up with and different foods or just like, things that we say or how we say it and stuff like that. So then, you know, she she loves when she sees that I get a kick out of it, because, of, you know, it's, uh, it's like, it's just a different energy. So even just now before we had this call, I know it's not like, you know, from the islands itself, but we were watching 51st Dates just because, <laughs> just because I love watching, you know, Rob Schneider do the, the Hawaiian character. I love to hear the accent, you know, when I, when I hear people talk pigeon and they got a, they got a thick pigeon accent, then yeah, that, that always makes me smile. Oh man. <laughs> I think about it like the times when I was down in out and why and I and just getting ahi and just mm-hmm. like, and just listen, yeah, you're right. Just listen to people talk. It's just, it's such a unique experience. And yeah, and I just love whenever, when you ask a question and like, you're going to answer, like someone asks you a question and you're going to answer with the answer to the question for you, but they're still waiting for your answer. Yeah. You're like shoots cause you go down to the island. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but awesome. I just, I'm going to talk, let's get into this. Right. So really my first question is going to be, who is Kekoa? So Keikoa is, uh, he's a kid that has a story, you know, very similar to a lot of people that can relate to, um, you know, having a dream or having something that they have been wanting to do. And then when they voice that opinion and they get such backlash from people, whether or not it's that people just don't believe in you or they just don't believe that you know, that dream is a possibility, Um, you know, and I think that's maybe why uh, so many people, you know, kind of, you know, not only just connect with me in a different way, but they can just, I feel like they can feel that, um, you know, when they meet me or when they talk to me, you know, if they they hear like an interview like this, or they come up to me at, you know, at my merchandise table, they hear, and they, and I think that they can feel the, the realness of, you know, like, this is, this is really who I am. I'm not somebody that's trying to pretend to be a professional wrestler or trying to pretend to be, you know, somebody that they're not. Um, it's something that I feel, you know, this is who I am. And I actually had just made a post like that uh, yesterday. I had posted a picture and 
and I had put in the caption on it that there's a lot of people that get into the world of professional wrestling that are trying to escape um, and be somebody that they're not. Um, and, and that's what gives them that thrill, but I'm the complete opposite of it. I'm, you know, in this line of work to be the person that I feel like I am. And, uh, you know, again, to go, to go, to, to backtrack, um, you know, it, it's not just wrestling that I've always heard that it's been so many different things, so many different avenues or sports or, you know, whatever the case may be. I've heard a lot of times of people just not believing in you. And it's just some, and Keiko is somebody that, uh, you know, love to use it as energy and, and fuel motivation. And, uh, you know, that's who I am. That's awesome though, man. And it, it is, it is something to be told that like, you know, I hear it all the time too, that like, just be yourself. Like that's people relate to you versus like mm -hmm. relate to a character. And it's so, it's so refreshing to hear someone else say that because like, I've seen other people like be a character, but like their character is just, this is a complete 180 of who they are. And it's just like, I don't, you don't believe it. So why do I, sh why should I believe you about it? Yeah, I feel it's, uh, there's always times where f fans can see somebody on camera or they go to a show and they, and they see them live and they, they can sense it. They might not know, you know, what exactly is wrong. Like when they watch somebody and then they just go like, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I didn't like that guy. I don't dislike him, but I just didn't, you know, I just didn't like that person. And I think that that's a, a big, a big part of it is just, you know, something, a compliment that I've always gotten from, from fans and, and colleagues is when they watch me, you know, just come out and do my entrance or they see me in the ring or even afterwards at merchandise i've i've had so many people tell me like they, they they just see how much passion that i have for what i do and how much i love it which is true and it and it, it exudes off of me i don't even try to it's just like it's just a different feeling when you're when you know when the when the camera's on it's just a, it's just a, a different thing so i think that's why you know again it, it's a big thing of you know, why I feel like I've, you know, been very blessed in this line of work as compared to others. That's, that's wild. And it's, it's funny, we're going to talk about like this kind of line of work, because I was going to ask you, like, what's been like one of the hardest things to being a pro wrestler? Um, before, um, bef I would say probably the, the, the biggest thing is your, is your personal life. Um, it's, it's always been, you know, something that's been frustrating, whether you miss birthdays, you miss anniversaries, or, you know, get togethers, you know, something for me, um, you know, I have my circle of friends, and, uh, you know, they all have nine to fives, and there's nothing wrong with that by any means, but the weekend is their money time, where they all get together, and they get to go out and do things, well, the weekend is, you know, my work, you know, so, it, it, it sucks for me every time I get invited on Facebook to a group, a group gathering where they're going, you know, tubing down the river or something like that. And then they're like, Oh, I hope you can make it. And I'm like, I hope I can too. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, um, so it's been that or, you know, relationships um, in the past uh, because there, it takes a special kind of person um, to be with somebody that, that does what, what I do. And that's why it's been such a huge, uh, breath of fresh air when I met my wife um, you know when we had first started dating because for those that don't know my wife is 
in the wrestling business. We actually met on a show and um, we started riding together. Um, and then obviously, you know, one thing led to another and we started dating and then it just made everything so much more better. And what sucks is, uh, you know, I grew up or excuse me, uh, you know, when I got into wrestling, I was always told like, don't date in wrestling, like don't, don't date another wrestler. And I thought, and you know, as I, um, as I got further into the, into the business, I realized that it was such an old school mindset because, you know, people tell you not to date another wrestler because it's going to cause jealousies or controversy, you know, maybe uh, some tension between the, you know, the, the couple. And it's like, it, it, it's not going to cause any friction or any tension if those two people actually love each other and they only want the best for each other. And it makes, you know, each other happy to see the other person succeed. It's kind of like the same person that says like, oh yeah, I was married once, never get married, kid. Like mar marriage will kill you. It's like, well, you just met the wrong, like you got married to the wrong person, you know? And, and, that's, and that's, you know, why it's been so amazing to, to be with my wife because it, it is, it's the easiest thing that I've ever done. Yeah, you make up an interesting point because I know my wife, um, when I met her, uh, she was like, I'm never dating another dude in the military. You know, dude was like, the dude she dated before was just a, just a bad dude. And mm -hmm. then, um, so she met me and lo and behold, I'm in the military. <laughs> I, I'll make an exception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we started dating and then, you know, long story short, like we, we just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Uh, oh, that's great. August. So Congrats. thanks. Uh, and you know, and, and it's something to be said for her because, she's had to travel. We've traveled everywhere, not just because mm -hmm. of me, but because of her too, because when I met her, you'll love this too. She was working at Sea Life Park okay. as an aquarist and then wow. became a dolphin trainer. And now she's still in that field. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. I wanted to, uh, my wife and I just went on our uh, honeymoon two years ago and I uh, know, no, it was actually last year. It was last winter. Um, yeah, so one year ago and man, like I was, I was so dead set on swimming with dolphins. Like that was, that was something that I wanted to do so bad. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. We had it planned for the last day we went on a cruise and unfortunately it was too windy for us to dock. So they're like, yeah, we can't, we can't do anything. I'm like, of course, on the last day, the, the day that we were looking forward to, you know, so but uh, now that I'm moving to Florida and I'm close to all that stuff, I'm like, I'm like it's, it's on, it's on the to-do list, <laughs> you know, it's on the to-do list within the next couple months. Bet, bet, bet. Well, that's, that's crazy. Cause I was like, yo man, cause if you're here in Maryland, I got the hookup. <laughs> I will come, I will come. It's not like I'm leaving MCW. Yeah. So I will be, I will be in town at some point. And we'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah. So one time when uh, COVID all passes and they start letting people like yes. come back and sit in the crowds and stuff, we can definitely get that in. Awesome. Because, uh, yeah, I, it, it's an experience, like you said. <laughs> so, um, so getting into it, man, like, so, like, I know, and it's funny because we're, like, geeking over here over, like, dolphins and, and whatnot. <laughs> so every wrestler has them, every ring announcer, every Every personality that's in the business has one. And I just want to know yours. What's been like one of your favorite fan interactions? Ah, uh, man, I have, a, I have a lot. Uh, you know, again, like, like I said, I, I've been really blessed and, and fortunate. Um, 
you know, like, so for instance, um, you know, there's a, there's a family that, um, that I've known for a long time. Uh, when I first got into wrestling and I was wrestling in New Jersey, um, you know, they had gone to a wrestling show and their daughter, who was, I believe, seven at the time, um, instantly became one of my fans. And I am still in contact with that family today. They don't get to, you know, go to the shows as often as they did when she was younger. But, you know, this was, you know, she's an adult now. You know, I'm pretty sure she's 19 now. So this was over 12 years ago. Um, but she's still a big fan of mine and them knowing that this is going to be uh, this coming weekend is going to be my last show in the Northeast. Um, you know, before I moved to Florida, like their, their fam this family is making sure that they come out, um, you know, to come see me. So that's it, just, you know, always seeing them and just like, I got to watch this kid grow. Like it kind of makes me feel old and I'm only in my thirties. Um, you know, it, that, that's always been cool. Um, one story that, that I always talk about that sticks out is, um, you know, a mom had reached out to me at one point um, and said that she has two younger, she has two young sons and uh, they argue over who gets to be Keikoa when they wrestle each other. So like, I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, it just, there's just been so many, so many times where like, you know, it, something happens and then, you know, a, a family reaches out to me or, you know, like the, the parents, and it really just get, it makes you realize again, like even though that we're not on this, you know, big WWE level or, you know, big international level by any means, you know, that you could still make a, such a tremendous impact on somebody, which is always just amazing. You know, you always got to think of the, about those moments when, um, you know, life might not be going your way. You got to think about the bigger picture. So yeah, the, these have been, I've been very, very, very fortunate. That's awesome, man. And I actually like the story about the two kids, like, who's going to fight to be you. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things where you like, how can I have like a bad day? You know, like when, when, when things do get bad, you know, you like as, as hard as it always is, you know, when, when you say, you know, just think about the positive, just think positivity. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, it's going to be always tough for people, but then, you know, there, there's, there's times where like, like just for example, like with us, you know, getting back into, you know, wrestling shows, um, recently and, and signing an autograph. And then I realized like, oh crap, I haven't signed an autograph in a while. And I'm like, oh, I forgot how much I missed just like talking to fans and signing autographs. And it's like, you know, you look at the person next to you and they probably wish that somebody would, you know, pay 10 bucks to come see them do something, you know? So it's, that it's all these little things that are probably huge to other people that you would just really have to get, you know, you have to remember because, could be gone could be gone or you know like i said some people don't get to experience these things so count your blessings definitely so actually that's leads into something else i want to talk about like awesome <laughs> it's just it's fun like the conversation just kind of flows well uh so talking about counting blessings and stuff like that i'm just kind of curious like what advice would you give to up-and-coming wrestlers um the best uh or the, the the advice that i give the most to people that are getting in this line of work is, um, you know, you have to be real with yourself and you have to have a real conversation with yourself. Um, the reason that I say that is because uh, I'm very protective of, um, I'm very protective of the word professional wrestling. Um, I am somebody that I'm caught in the middle of how wrestling is nowadays. I very much believe that there's always a place for somebody in the world of professional wrestling. Obviously, I don't have any 
you know, feelings or um, reasons why I don't think that somebody should go chase their dream and get into this, get into this profession because it's amazing. It's an amazing thing. But with that being said, there's a clear, uh, there's a clear definition or a clear line between what I consider a professional wrestler and an independent wrestler. And by all means, if, if somebody wants to be you know, an independent wrestler, quote unquote, and they want to, you know, wrestle on the weekends, they just want to wrestle in their hometown, they want to do it once a month, or, you know, as a hobby, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I just don't, I just don't play that way, you know. So with that being said, when I, you know, when I see people get into this line of work, I try to tell them, like, you have to distinguish yourself. You know, are you going to be an independent wrestler? Or are you going to be a professional wrestler? If you're going to be a professional wrestler, then you better look like one, you better act like one, you better carry yourself like one, you better train like one, you better diet like one. Like there's a, there's a clear difference. Um, some, something that, um, you know, I like to reference is, uh, you know, the last dance with Michael Jordan. Um, you know, I forget which episode it was, but he was talking about how he approaches the game. And uh, he basically says, like, this is the way I approach the game. If you don't approach it that way, then, then don't play with me. And, you know, I, I look at it the same way. And that's why I'm so happy to be with MCW. And, and you know, there's other, uh, other people that I surround myself with because we're on that same mindset. Um, so, again, you know, that's always the advice that I give. If you, if you want to give this your, your all, like your true all, then do it. But if it's not going to be your thing, like, again, if you just want it to be a hobby, that's fine. But, like, make sure you stay on one side of the fence or the other. That's, that's great advice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think it might be, but you know, then again, it's, 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 uh, it's something that, um, you know, that I know that has carried with my reputation. You know, I'm very, I'm, I'm very blunt. Um, you know, when people ask me, you know, for advice, like if I see something that I can give you advice on, then, and then I'll give it to you. Um, I think people also misinterpret the way that, uh, you know, maybe I critique things or I might give advice for because, again, they might just not be used to that. They might not be used to that, like, just direct answer type thing. But, uh, but again, I'm just being real with you. And if nobody else is going to be real with you, then you're not going to get better. Right. That's such great. That's such a great, such a great way of thinking, man. I, it's definitely something that I'm going to take note of and just make sure I jot down because <laughs> awesome. I'll be honest. Uh, I just got started in the business back in January of this year, which was a perfect okay. time, which was a perfect okay. time to start. Perfect time, perfect time to start and take a nice little vacation. Take a great vacation. <laughs> so yeah, I started and then um, it was funny cause like, and it's funny how you mentioned it, right? So I started training and then um, obviously COVID happens, right? And then March, mm -hmm. Uh, instead of sitting back and saying, oh, well, I can't train, so I'm just going to go and just mope around the house. I, you know, I invested in DDP yoga. I went and got, not gonna, I'm not going to front like I didn't, but my buddy does beach body. So I borrowed his, actually, I traded him. I traded him DDP, my, my DDP login for his beach body login. Can't make money work. And then yeah. uh, started watching videos from Santino Bros, right? And just mm -hmm. look and listen and take notes and, you know, when, when, and I started this podcast, actually this podcast started because of coronavirus. So 
I wanted to get advice from people who were in positions that I wanted to get to. And so mm-hmm. how else am I going to do that? And I was like, so pretty much I was like, yeah, I'm going to go search out the answers and find what I want to do and talk to people I need to talk to and learn and shut up and shut up, keep, take notes and ask questions. <laughs> yeah. And that's great because, you know, uh, I have, you know, this, the same type of mindset and something that, you know, really bugs me too about, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to use the term this generation because that makes me feel old again. But, um, I, I would say the, the younger, the younger guys that are guys and girls that are getting into the business is, uh, you know, they have the inner, they have the world in at their fingertips with the internet and the smartphones, like things that, I hate this again. I hate to say this because I sound old, but I didn't have these things, you know, when, when, um, I first got into wrestling, like, yeah, the internet was, was getting huge, you know, like I was, you know, my space was huge and there was no Facebook at the time. Um, but like everyone was so protective of this information and this knowledge that they knew they didn't want to give it away for free. You know, like you go on YouTube right now, or you go on Google, you could find diet plans, workout plans, everything that you need to know about the world is on the internet because people give this stuff away for free so they can get subscribers and then pay for, and people pay for advertisements and so on and so There's ways that people can make money now with giving this information away for free. It wasn't like that back in the day. It, you had to go and, you know, pay a personal trainer to learn these things, or you had to, you know, be friends with somebody that knew about it, you know, like there, you had to do all this extra work. You know, and then it's it's frustrating to me, you know, when um, somebody comes up and they ask me a simple question, and I don't I don't mind helping somebody, but I but when when I get asked a question and I'm like, I feel like you could have googled that, like that, <laughs> like that's just something to me, and I'm not I'm not I'm not upset with that person by any means. Again, they're doing they're doing the thing, like they're looking for the advice, they're looking for the answers. But I was, I'm just so used to having to, having to do everything on my own and, and figure things out, you know? So then when uh, you, you get a simple question like that, because I'm like, you know, if I was watching The Office and I saw a background character and I'm like, oh, I wonder who that is, I guarantee somebody would take the next 10 minutes to be like, okay, well, this was the cast of the whole episode and they look like this person. Oh, that was their name. Oh, they were also in this movie and this movie. Like they know the information like that you know, on something that, that has nothing to do with anything. It's just a, a simple question. But now like, this is your line of work. This is something that you feel is your, like everything. And then it's like, oh, hey, what kind of protein shake should I have? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know, dive into the diet, you know? But, uh, but again, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the give and take. You right. know, I'm always, always willing to help. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I feel like you could have, you could have found that. You could have you found could, that answer. You could look that up. I tell people all the time. <laughs> the one thing I tell people, and it's fun, like, and we can trace story, because you you keep talking about how you're in your 30s, and I'll date, I'll I'll show you my age. Um, I got invited to Facebook from my college email. That's how old I am. <laughs> so you you were the you were the target audience of of Facebook when when it came out. Yeah, I think which, so. which that was me. I was in college when. Facebook started to to take off, so yeah, I'm I'm around, yeah I'm around there. Yeah, I, I learned a, I learned to code on MySpace. I had a top thirty two. I didn't have a top. There you go. There you go. 
<laughs> I could, we could, I, I, I was in Facebook when it was like and poke. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, like I said, it's just, uh, like, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm always here to, to help guys. Um, but you know, to go again, to go back to what you were saying, you know, like you saw that the, the world is shut down. You can't go to training. Well, you have to learn elsewhere. Like you're not, you're not going to stop. You know, and, and I was, the, and I was the same way with, um, you know, now I don't have new matches under my belt. You know, I'm not getting critique from anybody. So I was literally at the point because I want to keep learning. I want to, I want to hear from the, the best of the best. So I was actually on cameo looking to see who does video cameos, um, where you actually like interact with them. You don't just get the video message from them. Um, Cause I was going to pay somebody if there was like a WWE legend or, you know, some legend in wrestling, I was going to pay them for 10 minutes of their time. Be like, yo, watch this match and, and tear it apart. You know, like just give me any type of, any type of critique that you can, you know, like I was on that level of like, I'm not getting better. I have to find a way to get better right now, other than continuing to train, make sure that I'm staying on my diet and my exercise, you know, while, while the world is shut down, like I have to find a way to get better and get to that next level even though the world is not letting me right now. So again, like that's the type of, you know, when, when I think about the, th the lengths that I go to, to try to get better, that's the comparison that I'm, that I'm at. But again, I'm a different person, I guess. That's such a good idea. It's, I never thought about like, Hey, yo, come to cameo and check out my YouTube page. Cause I want to see if I can bring you on as an interview <laughs> like, or go. to critique my matches. Like that's such a go. great idea. Like, Oh, I never thought, I never thought about it. There like, you go, I, steal I, it. <laughs> I'm a yo, thank Cocoa for this one. <laughs> hey, all right, so um, next question that's coming up for you, man, is like, you know, you, like you said, you know, you're moving to Florida. So in the next five years, man, where do you see yourself? That's a, that's a question I, I never like to answer. Um, and the reason that I never like to answer it is because, um, you know, I, I've had, uh, I've had so many life experiences, so many near death experiences that it's, it's difficult for me to say wherever I'm going to be in a certain time frame because you never know where life is going to take you. Like there was times where I didn't think I was going to have another second on this earth because of things that I've gone through. So, you know, it, it really puts you in perspective of like, you know, you can have a plan, but like the plan is, it might not always work or it might be delayed and all these other things like, hell, I'm about to move. I'm about to leave for Florida in a few days. If you asked me in July, what, what I'm going to do next year, there wouldn't be, there was nothing on the radar of me moving to Florida, but then you, you know, you fast forward one month later in August and it was all right, maybe it's time for me to move to Florida. And then you fast forward, like, from the time that I first popped into my mind a week later, it was okay. Yeah, we're moving to Florida. So my life completely changed, you know, in, in that quick of, okay, this is the decision and here we go. So if you would have asked me in January, what do you, what do you want to accomplish by the end of the year? Moving to Florida wouldn't have been that answer, you know? So it's so, it's so hard for when some, when I get asked that question of like, where do you see yourself in three, five, 10 years? I don't know. I don't know. I know what the goal is. The goal is to be, you know, a WWE wrestler, AEW wrestler, you know, wherever I'm wrestling and it's, and it's all that I have to worry about is wrestling. Wrestling is the only concern. Um, 
that's always been the goal. Um, how or when I get there, I don't know. We'll see when that happens. That, that, that's great, man. But that's all for, like, the hard-hitting questions that, like, you know, like, you get slammed with. But we do have the best segment on this program, which is called the Three Count Podcast, Ten Count Questions. And here's how it works. We're going to fire off a bunch of questions at you rapid quick. So whatever first answer comes to your mind. Ready. All right. So I'm going to put the imaginary timer on the clock. Bing. Boom. And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Uh, Smackdown. Favorite color? Orange. Best tribal tattoo that you have seen? Ooh, that I've seen? Uh, that's tough to say what I've seen because I don't know what the story is behind it. So the best one that I've seen is on my left arm, which is for my wife. See? That's the best one. So favorite movie? Uh, too many to pick, but Ghostbusters has always been the legendary movie that I love. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> one match you want to have? Uh, Randy Orton. There you go. Oh, damn. All right. Favorite animal? Dogs. Let's go. Batman or Superman? Batman. By, all, by, by far. By far. <laughs> Favorite podcast? Oh, the three count. Oh, Easy. Easy answer. <laughs> Easy answer. The best podcast out there. Uh, nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Uh, well, you know, I taught, I don't like to even mention his name, but I guess Joey Martinez would always be, he's got some good stories. You know, he's, he's a character. He's entertaining. I'll give him that. Joey Martinez would be, would be a decent guest to have on. Awesome. I guess. I guess. Yes, if you had to pick one, I guess it would be him. Sure. Uh, and last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person on this podcast, favorite curse word. Fuck. <laughs> my God. <laughs> it's such a good word. It's such an ah, it's such an amazing, such an amazing word. It could be used so many different ways. It's such a stress reliever. Ah, it's such like a it's such an emphasis on something good, something bad. Like, there's just so much you could use with it. It's so universal. It's, and, and what, I'm, what I'm proud of is, uh, you know, as, as, as terrible as it probably is to say, when my wife and I, when we first started dating, she didn't cuss at all. Like, <laughs> she was afraid of cussing. She was brought up in that type of household where she wasn't allowed to even say it around her parents. Like, if they heard it, she was dead. And there was times where um, we would be all like on a roller coaster and she cussed, but I can't hear her because we were on the roller coaster. And she's like, oh, good, you didn't hear me. And then at one point I heard her cuss in the car. I think she said shit. And I like kind of stopped and was like, what did you say? And now she's a goddamn sailor. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she is, she's just as bad as I am. And, uh, but it, it, uh, it's awesome just to, cause now like she uses it in that same context, whether it's something good or something bad, it's such a stress reliever. So I'm, I'm proud that we've molded together. <laughs> it, it's funny. Cause like, it's funny how you talk about it. Right. Cause like with my daughter, right. Um, like, people are like very gun shy about like cursing around her. And I, the first thing I tell them, like, listen, I was in the military. Her mom's from Massachusetts. That's all you need to know. 
Don't yeah. worry, because whatever you gotta say, I'm sure she's already heard it before. <laughs> yeah, my my nieces and nephews, you know, they were brought up basically the same way, where like they they heard every word in the book. You just have to teach them, like just just be respectful around the people that you know that you can't use it around. That, like right. that's all, yeah. you know. And I think uh, which the that that guy Gary V. He he was talking about how his his kids cuss and he's like I just don't I don't see that as a problem like I have other things to worry about and then he actually had like a parent teacher meeting with one of one of the one of the teachers and they're like you have to tell your daughter to stop cursing she's like and he's like I don't I'm not going to tell her to do that I don't care <laughs> no and and look at that man that man makes millions upon millions of dollars he's doing all right he's, he's doing, doing all right okay. he's doing okay but that is a 10 count questions so my only thing for you, this last but not least, man, tell our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Uh, so everybody can follow me on Instagram and the Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at, at Keikoa Pro. Those are the best ways to, um, you know, keep up to date with what's going on. Instagram is the number one. Um, keep up to date with me on, you know, what's going on in the professional world and the personal world. Um, Facebook is, I'm, I'm not really on Facebook. I, I mean, I am, but I try not to be, there's too much drama on there. At least with Instagram, it's just pictures, <laughs> you know, it's a lot easier. Um, so yeah, definitely follow me on Instagram and, uh, hope you guys make it out to ECWA this Saturday, which will be my farewell to the Northeast before I move to Florida. Um, tickets are very limited with a COVID because they are taking, um, their precautions, making sure that everybody is distanced by their six feet wearing masks. So there's only a certain amount of people left and uh, allowed in the building. And that includes the staff. That includes me. So make sure that you go to ecwawrestling.com, I believe the, the website is. But if you type in ECWA Wrestling, you'll be able to find it. Get your tickets in advance. Make sure that you don't get to the door and they're completely sold out because the last couple shows have been completely sold out. Um, so come out and check, it, uh, check out my last show. And if not, just check me on social media. Bet. and that's where you guys can find him so with that being said this is the three count podcast presents now entering the ring i'm your host clifford red dog miller and like we said you know this is kekoa gotta get the emphasis in there you can't just like can't say shot nonchalantly it's, it's not exactly no. <laughs> but you guys tune into the next episode and be there or be somewhere else